I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Sweating me tits off already. It's fucking boiling. Ah! Hello everybody and welcome to Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2. So this week I am super happy and super honoured and a little bit giddy, I don't know if you can tell, <laughs> to be welcoming the... I'm welcoming the one and only Peter Andre man, guys. <laughs> so I don't know if I'm going to be able to just first name him at any point throughout this podcast or whether he's going to be referred to entirely as Peter Andre. Um, I will work on that before I actually welcome him um, and I will calm down this level of fangirl as well. But come on, it's Peter Andre, man. Everybody knows Pete. He's a household name. Oh, I managed to sly in a Pete there. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be able to handle this. It's fine. <laughs> whether you... We're obsessed with them shirtless and under that waterfall and crooning mysterious girl, or you fell in love with them in the jungle, um, where he had that amazing love story, or if you just love him now as the amazing dad he is. We all know him. We all have a soft spot for him. He is Peter Andre, and I'm going to welcome him a little bit later to this podcast. Um, I feel like Pete's been in this industry for a very long time and with that he's reinvented himself he keeps coming back he keeps staying fresh he keeps staying relevant but it mustn't have been easy and there must have been a huge level of scrutiny that sort of came with it whether that be media whether that be like internet trolling whether that just be pressure you feel from your friends and family regardless he has definitely experienced some of it which is why i thought he'd be the perfect guest for this week's topic it is Vicky Patterson, The Secret to Surviving the Scrutiny. Um, I don't know how good I am at surviving scrutiny, to be fair. Um, and I think it's pretty long and arduous process. I don't think it's something you learn overnight. Um, I've been in this industry for almost 10 years. Well, I think it's pretty much bang on 10 years, which is... I suppose quite a scary thought um, but I, I think I'm just learning as I go and even beyond that like in life I'm learning to deal with scrutiny and I think every year that you get older um, in particularly sort of turning 30 that was a huge milestone for me and a very pivotal moment like I did just start to care less naturally about what people thought um, but it doesn't mean that I'm particularly immune to, to, to nasty comments, to cruel things that are written about me in the press, even to like little criticism from friends or family, like they all get to you. 
I think we'd all like to think we're super thick skinned and um, we can take anything on the chin and water off a duck's back, but it's hard. Like it is really hard. Um, and I do think it's a, it's a learning curve. I, I know I'm tougher than what I was when I first came in the industry. Um, and probably 10 years from now, I'll be even tougher. But yeah, at the moment, I still have a long way to go. I have this um, song that I love. <laughs> and I don't know how many, how many of you out there know of it. It's called Baz Luhrmann. Um, wear sunscreen. I think it might actually just be called sunscreen. Anyway, good old Baza. Um, it's a beautiful song and it's super inspirational. And he just kind of like gives you some of his advice. Ultimately, he's telling everyone to wear sunscreen. But there's this line in it that I think has stayed with me. And he tells you to throw away your bills, but to keep your love letters. And um, he obviously meant it in its like purest form. But I've took, I've, I've put my own little spin on it, sort of. And I just think it means throw away the negativity. Anything that doesn't make you happy, doesn't add to your life, doesn't make you feel good about yourself, throw it away. Don't spend too long dwelling on it. And keep the nice things. Remember the compliments. Remember the things that made you feel good about yourself. Um, I think I think that's probably an important thing to remember. <laughs> so there you go, guys. I'm still learning on that front, but that is my best secret to surviving scrutiny and it's not even mine it's fucking Baz Luhrmann's damn it I am a fraud right before I can see anything else fraudulent let's welcome our first guest <laughs> so I am welcoming Peter Andre as my guest in a little bit but I actually have a very a very top secret surprise for everybody we have not one but two guests this week and i would like to welcome to vicky patterson the secret two for the first time and probably not the last my lovely mummy carol oh, Woo! Hello. <laughs> thank you for agreeing to be a guest on my show ma'am well i didn't really have much choice did I? <laughs> no peter andrew was in a rush so i had to find someone who had a spare 10 minutes <laughs> i've always got a spare 10 minutes for you my darling that's the right answer ma'am yes Yes, I love that. Um, so this week's topic is surviving scrutiny. Um, and I, I'm going to have to let everybody know that when I first asked my mum if she'd be a guest, she went, what scrutiny? <laughs> <laughs> or how I, the other half lives. I hate big words, mum, Vicky, you know that. I'm such a simple person. <laughs> you are being humble and downplaying yourself. I think um, the most simple way to describe scrutiny is dealing with negativity, feeling like you're under a microscope, mm. people criticising you and the way you do things. And I don't think there'll be a person out there who has hasn't experienced it in one form or another. So have I, have I yeah. tweaked your memory at all? Yeah, yeah. When Go you on. put it like that, I have been scrutinised all my life. But you know what it is? I'm so chilled and relaxed now that I don't worry about it. Is this because of the fucking yoga? Ooh, it could be, you know. I bet you'd say yoga. <laughs> she can do a headstand, I'm surprised. Yes, I'm so excited. I've done a headstand for the first time in my life. <laughs> She's very good. She's very good. <laughs> um, no, I'm joking. But I, I, what do you think it is? I do think you've, there's been, over the last 10 years, such an, I've noticed you've relaxed so much. 
And the things people say about you just seem to water off a duck's back. You know what it is? Because I'm not worried about what other people think anymore. Yeah. I'm more chilled than I've ever been, and I just love myself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what anybody else thinks of us anymore, because I'm just happy with who I am. I know who I am now. That's and it. for years, I tried to be somebody I wasn't. Yeah. I was at work, and I was trying to do the best job I could ever be. I wanted to be the best mum I could ever be yeah. I was juggling everything and I was I was suffering mm. I wasn't me I was somebody else's everything trying to be mm-hmm. what everybody else wanted you to be yeah. and escaping any scrutiny any negativity any sort of ill feeling yeah. it drains you doesn't it oh god it drains you yeah it does and at the end it's detrimental to you and your it mental is. health it is and if you can be happy with who you are you just don't care anymore, really. Yeah. They can say what they like about you because you're being yourself. I don't say anything now that I wouldn't say to anybody mm. um, and do things that I would just do in front of anybody. Yeah. So I've got no to hide. That's it. <laughs> Honestly, I do think, I mean, so um, I hope you don't mind us discussing your age on the podcast. Oh, my God. Yeah, we'll go again. No, Everybody I knows how old I am. Well, I'm 32 and my mum is... 62! <laughs> yeah, so we both celebrated 30 and 60 around the same time. And I think I noticed, well, myself, when I turned 30, mm-hmm. I had this big shift in my mentality. Um, and things that used to really rile us up, used to really get me goat, mm-hmm. um, bothered me a hell of a lot less. Less, that's right. And yeah. I can only imagine mm-hmm. that that just increases the more oh, years God. you add on. Every big birthday, yeah. you get more confident uh-huh. and you care less about what other people think. Oh, that's something to look forward to. You oh, know, they don't honestly, tell you that. Nah, nah, it's great, man. I love being 60, in my 60s yeah. because you don't care what other people think because you know that you've had most of your life, mm-hmm. which is a scary, scary thought. And I am going to live till I'm 100 because I want me telegram off the creek. So it's <laughs> going to be fine. I'm around for another 30-odd years. She's going <laughs> but you do know you haven't got loads of time left and you, you don't care as much what people yeah. think you you do things that you want to do you just get this wonderful fuck this mentality mm-hmm. yeah, isn't yeah. it yeah mm-hmm. and it, it slowly started creeping in with me in my 30s because in my 20s i was so racked with insecurities with fear with just this desperate need to be liked mm-hmm. and validated by mm-hmm. other people, by fucking strangers, actually, yeah. if the truth be told. God, I cared what you thought and me family and me friends, but it was these nameless, faceless people yeah. on social media that truly I wanted approval from. Mm-hmm. Um, and looking back, it's pathetic. I know, but when you're reading things and, and, and you're making, starting to make your way, yeah. it is important to yeah. know what people think about you yeah. and you, you do worry. And it's just normal, just natural. Yeah. But... As, as life goes on, yeah. it does become less important to you. Yeah. Which is great. I think everyone told you, they couldn't wait to tell you, like, oh, your hangovers are worse in your 30s, and <laughs> it's harder to have kids in your 30s, yeah. and you are tired, more tired in your 30s. People can't wait to tell you all that. Mm-hmm. But what they don't tell you is actually you get this lovely level of self acceptance yeah. in your 30s. Yeah. You've got more confidence, and you know what's been one of the nicest things that's happened to us this year? Go on. I, I loved having my children more than anything, but I always I feel remember. like there's a butt coming. 
I just feel really too mean. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I had great times with you and it was great. You were so interesting and excited and oh, I loved it. But I felt tired a lot of the time because having two little kids to look after and a job and everything else that goes on in the world, Mm -hmm. it is tiring. Yeah. I've got my granddaughter now. We've, and for yeah. the first time, I'm just loving having time with her. I love having, spending time with um, my two daughters yeah. and my granddaughter. It's just absolutely amazing. So why would you care what anyone has to say about huh? you when you've got all these amazing no. things in your life? Lovely family, lovely new granddaughter, great career, great life. Headstand form is fantastic. <laughs> It's, why would you care what anyone has to well, say? Well, you don't because you think the true meaning of life, you know it then. Mm-hmm. You've cre- I've created, used to. Yeah. Well, me and your dad, obviously, yeah. I didn't do it on my own. That would have been impressive. Woohoo! <laughs> I am good. I'm not that good. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, it's amazing to think that I create, we created, used to. Uh-huh. And then from that has come Maeve and she's just a little miracle and I've got time to think about that now. But well, no, because you you really wanted to make it so it was absolutely fabulous. You took your kids, you want them to be good. But there again, you watched what people were saying to you. Oh, yeah. I remember going to the school and one of the other mothers said to us when I said... Name her and shame her, man. Name (laughs) her and shame her. If you're listening, Rebecca. Somebody's mother. <laughs> I can't even remember her name. That's how important she is, bless her. But you were not to me, Mum. Well, I, I never thought I was Mum of the Year. I just wanted me kids to be happy Aye. and you know grow up and be nice and yeah. normal and be happy, happy, yeah. happy. Anyway, um, I remember saying to her, "Ian, I gave Vicky a yogurt this morning and she loved it." And she went, "Yogurt? She can't have a yogurt until she's nine months. Have you not read it like the, in the booklet?" And I thought, "I don't even read any." Booklets. <laughs> what, what booklet? <laughs> I didn't know there was a booklet on yogurt. <laughs> what a yeah. boring booklet. And, uh, but, oh. but people were like that. Yeah. And I went home thinking, e God, what have I done to me kid? Is she going to die because she's had yogurt? No. No, she didn't. She didn't actually. Absolutely <laughs> fine, ma'am. Very robust adult with a healthy relationship with yogurt. Good. You did nothing wrong. Good. God. Well, I'm sure I did. I've sure done lots <laughs> wrong. But uh, yogurt wasn't one of them. But that must just be such a hard thing to deal with, though. Like, I haven't had a baby, obviously. Like, whether my future holds it or not, we don't know. But, like, looking at my friends who have, like Mario and Becky, I know he's told us before about what he calls, like, the mum brigade on social media. Um, oh, you shouldn't have him in that buggy, or he's too old, he's too young to be doing that. And that I think that would be... I've finally got my head around dealing with criticism about myself and mm-hmm. scrutiny about how I choose to do things. I think that would be the next wave of things yeah. to deal with. And that I don't know if I... I don't know how I'd take that. I think yeah. I'd be very protective. Yeah, and, and so you should be. And I think it's important that you've all... But you've got to take it with a pinch of salt yeah. because, honestly, there's people out there that want to do that. Do you know that our Laura has put photographs of Maeve up there and people have said to her, she's fat. Are you joking me? No! Them. You know, they can say anything they like about me. Yeah, I, I know. don't care. I know. But do not call my Maeve. <laughs> so I feel like, right, on one hand, I'm about to cry. And on the other hand, I want to know names because I'm going to go around. I'm so angry at that. She's a 
She's a baby. She's five she's months. She's five months old, and somebody has said that they thought she was fat on on social media, and I think that's absolutely disgusting. It's just—it's another reason to stop reading social yeah. media comments. <laughs> this is the problem with social media, and this is like one of my huge bugbears with it. Like, there are so many amazing things that we can do with social media. We can we can communicate with people on other sides of the world mm, we can yeah, share yeah. memories we yeah. can spread positivity we can use it as a platform to boost careers to sell things to share it should be brilliant yeah it is, and it is fabulous in lots of ways but then all of a sudden you get this and they are a small minority uh-huh. they're by no means the majority of the social media users but who use it to spread hate and vitriol and bile and i can't stand it but the, what you have to realize and this is something i realized a couple of years ago is that there are people who just go on social media who are committed to misunderstanding you mm-hmm. they are angry they're unhappy mm-hmm. they yeah. don't really like themselves right. so they're using this to try and drag other people down and you know what yeah why do we spend as much time talking about them oh, why don't we just ignore them i know if we ignore them will they go away let's block them all i, I just think you know don't give them the air time don't give them that the what the, they're craving for they want what to talk about yeah. them they want all that don't let them have it yeah. Just ignore them. No, you're right. And I it's do hard think... when they say nasty things. I do get that. But I, I do think that we should try not to read too many comments like that because it just does your head in. I and agree. we don't want to be negative. We want to be positive. We're positive people. Yeah. I mean, fuck this. We do yoga, man. <laughs> I was eating a yogurt at nine months. <laughs> Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Before I let you go, ma'am, I've got two, no, just one question for you, I think, okay. actually. I want to know, and you've, you've, you've danced around it lovely but your secret to surviving scrutiny what is it I'll, I'll just go out and say um by the way at one particular moment in my career i was found crying in my bedroom by my mom over some particularly unflattering um bikini pictures of me and she walked in asked why i was crying and i explained to her why and she went fucking grow up there's people dying yeah but i didn't say that swear word <laughs> That's exactly what <laughs> Fucking grow up, there's people dying. I must have been having a particularly good day. <laughs> Which, in retrospect, ma'am, you are perfectly... You are well within your rights. Like, mm-hmm. it is minor in the big scheme of things. And I kind of think that just sums up your attitude to scrutiny now, doesn't it? Like it, it honestly is. You know what it is? 
look at the bigger picture mm. and just think be happy with yourself yeah. and don't worry what other people say about you yeah it's it's the, it's them that's got the issue if they're not happy exactly. as you've just said so be yourself if you're true to yourself you shouldn't have anything to worry about oh words of wisdom from mommy pato <laughs> I bet you Rebecca, somebody's mom's listening to this now and think, God, my advice really did help. She's turned into a wonderful mother. <laughs> this one's for you. <laughs> so I am so honoured to welcome one of my favourite pop stars, one of the nicest men in this industry, Oh my God, it's Peter Andre, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you, know, you know I'm going to ask you who the other favourite pop star is. Because you said one of. I'm, I'm on it, I'm in your list. But, yeah. you know, I who's mean, the others? You are nearly top, I'm not going to lie. But I was a Pretty Big Girls Aloud fan. Mostly on account of Cheryl. I'm not going to lie. I'll give you that, I'll give you that. <laughs> she, they're good. I've never had feelings for anybody like I've had feelings for you when I saw you underneath that waterfall, Pete. <laughs> Honestly. You know, do you know what though? That was twenty. So it was nineteen ninety five. I did that video. Nineteen ninety five. That's fifteen. No, that's twenty five years. <gasps> no, twenty five oh, years ago. Twenty five years ago. Yeah. That's crazy. But on the plus side, listen, I've seen you topless quite recently. Not that I'm weird, it's just been in the press. And you're still holding up that's, well. You're still you holding up well. You shouldn't tell anyone about that night because what happened was it was late and <laughs> you were, I mean, I was in Newcastle just as a one-off and then, do you know what I mean? These things, just, these things happen. They happen. They happen. Um, what were you saying? That that you saw me? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, no, but it's not the same, is it? I'm, it's not the same as 25 years ago. Funny enough, though, I reckon a lot of us, and I'm giving it to everyone that's kind of from that era, a lot of yeah. people kind of look more settled now. They don't look too different. I don't feel I look too different, but I'm just more settled, if that makes sense. I definitely Do you... don't have apps like that, though, now. <laughs> oh, God, honestly, I mean, that would be a difficult, a difficult look to keep up, mate. You are like, I remember, get on this, my sister will kill me for admitting this, Pete, but she had a Peter Andre doll, like, you know, the action figure. So funny, I know. Yeah. And we found it one day without its underpants on. Wow. Yeah, I know. Deep, right? Deep. We had is, yeah, I've been in trouble for that. <laughs> Do you know what's really funny about that, actually? If you look at the back of the box, this is yeah. uh, so true. It says, not suitable. <laughs> For kids under 36 months due to small parts. And that hurts my feelings. <laughs> that is absolutely true. That hurts my feelings. Like I've never had to, I've never lived it down. Oh, never. Well, I had no complaints from my sister, so don't you listen to the back of that box, son. You seem to be doing fine from where Love I'm standing. It. Love it. How are you anyway, lovely? I'm really good. I am not coping well with this heat. I've got to be honest. You must be fine, but I'm dripping like an egg sandwich over here. I'm absolutely loving this heat oh you would be <laughs> yeah i feel like literally i got up today i went outside and bista or princess my daughter she said to me dad it smells like australia i said that's because i'm using uh what was the suntan lotion um one of the aussie ones ombre yeah. solaire or one of those and she's like <laughs> dad it smells like australia i'm like yeah that's my suntan lotion so i i feel <laughs> right at home right now yeah you must love the heat i mean australian born and bred but you're cypriot heritage that's right Yes, yeah, so mum and dad are from Cyprus, and mm -hmm. I was born in England. All my brothers were born in England, and my sister. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then we all moved to Australia when I was six. Um, and I lived there until I was 20, 
22, 23, about that time. And then I moved to England. And then it was just world domination after that. Well, it was definitely the most interesting time of my life. And now when I look back, I think, man, it all happened so quickly. You know, it was just a, it was just whirlwind. It was fun. I mean, I guess with you, the same thing would have happened when you, you know, you were on TV and then all of a sudden you were just, it just all goes mad, doesn't it? Yeah, you're propelled from like complete obscurity into, I mean, I can't relate on your level, Pete, and that's not me just like paying your lip service. You were absolutely massive when you exploded onto the scene, mate. You know that. But yeah, I can't relate to to the same degree you can, but I, I feel to a certain extent, I know what you're talking about. Um, what always impresses me about you, Pete, and which is why you're one of like my favourite people to talk to, is how much longevity you've managed to have um over your career and how many times you've managed to reinvent yourself and i wanted to ask i read somewhere that the reason um take that was so successful as a boy band and then came back as a man band and they're still working now they're still really well respected was because when the first time around they were so nice to everybody like they learned the runners names they said their pleases and thank yous for their cups of tea they were just genuinely such nice lads that when the 20 years passed and they went to do the man band reunion the people who'd been the runners and they'd been the researchers were now the big producers and they remembered how polite they'd been how mark had made them feel how robbie said please and they gave them all this like amazing second chance because they'd just been the nicest people and i feel like that's the same as you that's such a that's such a good observation because that's one of the things like we were taught in the old school way of doing music and uh, if you wanted to be a singer you had to know how to dance and you had to know how to act and if you wanted to be an actor you had to know how to sing and dance and vice versa so all of you had to know all three but one of the things we were always taught is be nice to everybody and obviously you're either the kind of person that's going to be nice to everyone or you're the kind of person to say sod it I'm not going to do that and you know I think I'm very lucky that I was one of those people that it was something that always stuck in my mind. Dad said it to me all the time. Always be polite. Always be respectful. He said, because the thing is, he said, A, it makes your life easier and everyone else's life easier if you're genuinely nice to people. But also, they said, when you, it doesn't mean you're not going to fall. It doesn't. But when you do fall, they're not going to kick you while you're down. Oh. And, and when you're on your way up again, they might just lend a hand to you because you were nice to them in the first place. So it's it's quite a, it's quite good that you said that because I thought that with the Take That Boys too. Yeah. Always nice boys. You know, even Gary recently, Gary and I um, just did a song together on one of his crooner sessions and he, I hadn't heard from him in years and he's like, you know, my old friend and what a nice guy, you know, like yeah. how nice to be able to have friends that are in this industry that are like that. It's hard to find these days, but I tell you, they're there, these nice people like Gary and, and the boys, definitely. Oh, well, it's good, it's good to know that I didn't get that from nowhere. And it is based in fact, because I love take that as well. They are also in my top pop star bracket. So yeah, it's nice. They're to know good that boys. <laughs> How have you They're been coping, Pete? Like, obviously, we're all in lockdown. But for you, the situation feels even more intense. Like everybody knows your gorgeous wife, Emily is a doctor on the front line. How's everything been going? Well, this is the weirdest thing, right? So when it all first happened, I was really excited when they said, oh, not, I shouldn't have been excited because there was obviously a problem in order for lockdown to happen. So obviously we were worried about people getting sick. But on the flip side, I was like, yeah, you know what? 
it's going to be like Christmas. All the all the families here do yeah. just loads of cooking, loads of barbies. This is my my way of thinking, right? Mm-hmm. And Emily said, after a week, we'll see if you still feel that way. What I didn't <laughs> what I didn't realize was the homeschooling. That was the yeah. killer right there. All That's of a sudden, a punch got, in the dick, <laughs> mate. It was a proper punch in the knob. Think about it, right? <laughs> I had I had flipping phonics to do phonics yeah. for a six-year-old i'm like this isn't easy well that's what i thought right i don't know uh, and uh, and all i say it differently right we're from australia <laughs> we're like we say vitamin we don't say vitamin okay. we say you know what i mean like i'm yeah. hearing all these terms i'm like losing my marbles i've got <laughs> junior coming in whinging because he's got to do all this schoolwork, and i'm like well he goes dad i'm 14 this was when he was 14 he's 15 mm. now he's like dad i'm 14 this should be easy for you i'm like well we didn't learn this in australia that's the excuse i used for all of it right smooth very smooth it it was it was a nightmare and then and then the real thing happened emily came home one day and she said i don't feel right and she said look i'm going to go up i've got to go upstairs and i've got to self-isolate because i don't feel right i'm getting body aches and um something's not right so she went and self-isolated up right upstairs and there's two rooms on the top and junior was in one and emily had to stay in the other and junior started showing symptoms so i was like oh no this is going to go really bad because a i don't want them to be sick Mm because something could happen to them but b what happens then if they pass it to the little kids and i was freaking right yeah then junior sort of came out of his isolation but emily started to get really strange symptoms she lost her sense of smell and taste and uh she started feeling like the flu type symptoms but without any congestion without any it was a really weird she's to this day she said it's the weirdest virus she's ever experienced in her life anyway as it turns out months later she's had her antibody test because she works for the nhs she was positive so she had coronavirus in that time in this house yeah Uh junior didn't we don't know if Junior had it or not, but actually thinking about it, I don't think Junior's symptoms were the same. Yeah. So she's had it, she's tested, she's got all the antibodies now. And in that two weeks that she had it, we couldn't, we could make no contact with her. Great for her. She loved not having to contact me. <laughs> but I was, I was stressing because the kids were like calling out for her, the two youngest. And I'm like, oh. they're like, well, mum's upstairs. Why can't we go up? And I'm like, yeah. And it was a really tough time, but Thankfully, we got through all that and we have had a great time, me and the kids, you know, we've had a great time. It's so refreshing to hear you being so positive, Pete, because I don't know if I would have been able to take all that on the chin. Like, your wife's had it, she's on the front line, you've got how many kids at some point? Like, have you had four kids in there? Yeah, but I lost count after about the second one. (laughs) I proper lost count. But it just feels like you must have had such a full-on three months. And I mean, honestly, I'm dreading the moment when my kid comes home with algebra. Like, I didn't understand that the first time round, mate. Just say, just say you didn't learn that in Australia. And let them figure it out. <laughs> let them figure it out. My mum, my mum's from you. I don't know. I'm sure she's from Oz, something about Australia. <laughs> just, mate, just go with that. It works every time. But it's lovely that you've managed to keep it, keep positive, keep upbeat, and you're still smiling. I can hear it in your voice. What's your <laughs> secret? I want to know your secret of surviving scrutiny in a bit, but what is your secret of being such a nice, positive man? Right. Come on. It is called yeah. a triple espresso. So in the morning, <laughs> this is true. This is absolutely true, right? I reckon this is the secret. 
So I get up in the morning and I have a triple shot. So the triple espresso, right? So I, I get it and I have it with water and ice. So it's like an iced Americano, right? Okay. But the triple shot lasts me for the first. So I keep filling it up with water and I keep sipping it. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden it starts to kick in about an hour into the morning, right? And I start to feel great. And I start calling everyone, telling them I love them. And they're all like, oh my God, <laughs> he's had his coffee, right? This is like, this is my, this is an a natural way to feel fantastic and then I'm, and then I'm buzzing I'm buzzing then I have another single shot at about one or two and I'm buzzing I'm fine and then I'm wrecked at nine o'clock <laughs> honestly right I've only ever had one cup of coffee in my life get on this it was when I was not in the UK jungle it was when I did the Australian jungle out in South yeah. Africa and they were oh, sponsored wow. I know they were sponsored by Nescafe. So you know what it's like. Like if you win a trial and get a prize, like there's no chance you're being like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not really a coffee exactly. type person. You're having it. You're not so vegan I, that day. You know what nah, I mean? You are scranning everything. So I nailed <laughs> this coffee and I'm like buzzing off me tits. I'm running around. I'm like chatting to, chatting to Paul Burrell about his childhood. I'm like, who wants to play tennis? Like I felt like I was going a million miles an hour. I'm going to buy a boat. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm on a boat. Everything was happening. And then the come down came though. And like before I knew it, I was like crying in my camp bed, asking Paul Burrell for a cuddle. Like, do you not get the experience of the come down off the triple espress? That's where the second shot comes in. Oh, That's where the right. second so 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 about one or two o'clock I'm starting to notice things are not looking so good, right? So I go get the other shot. But that's gonna last me till about eight or nine at night because throughout the day I've been buzzing, yeah, and I do my yeah. whatever. Nine o'clock at night, I don't want to talk to anybody, right? Yeah. Please, everyone, just leave me alone. Let me just have some downtime. That's game sit, over. Yeah, it's game over. I don't I don't cry, but I think internally I'm devastated. Well, that is it for part one. Mr. Peter Andre, you've been an absolute delight. Thank you very much for taking part so far. We will see you guys in part two, where hopefully Peter will give us all his secret to surviving the scrutiny. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.